This is Twa Teams One Street from the Evening Telegraph, the only podcast as obsessed with Dundee and Dundee rated as you are. This week, what are the January transfer wishes for United and Dundee? And wrong, wrong and wrong again, it's George Cran's Christmas Quiz. Hello and welcome to this week's Christmas special edition of Twa Teams One Street. Hopefully, the turkey is all settled in your stomachs. The wine and beer have been consumed and are continuing to flow. Because you won't realise what a lot of rubbish we're about to speak. But anyway, I'm Tom Duthie. And joining me again this Christmas weekday. Graham Fernand. Hello, everyone. And George Clark. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've only known you for the 10 years, George. Mm-hmm. What's your second name? George Cran. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas. you, too. I knew it was Christmas because we came in here and uh, producer Meg- Megan only sneered at us. She didn't <laughs> She didn't throw her pen and pad on the ground and say, oh, no, this again. So, I mean, that's as happy as we get in this place. Moving swiftly on after that <laughs> that very un-Christmas greeting. This week, before the highlight of the year that is George Crap Quiz. No, the second name's Cran. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's why I couldn't get it, because it says here, George's Crap Quiz. I, said, yeah, I thought his name was Cran all these years. We never <laughs> knew that was his name. But before we get to the disaster that'll no doubt be, we're going to look forward to the transfer January w- window that opens <laughs> January. Yeah. How, so much have, how much have you had to drink this? I was going to say, for, for, those, for those out there who think, oh God, he's steaming. I'm actually stone cold sober. I, d- I just don't, I, I've lost the power to speak. It's, we've Which, done, yeah, to, to give away the, the secrets, we're, we're doing back-to-back podcasts and you can tell... It's. You've been talking a lot. I'm missing my. I'm missing my afternoon nap for this. So, we're going to look at the January transfer window. That's how you say it, (laughs) and try to work out what United and Dundee are going to do. So, to take the hardest first, let's try to work out what United are Hmm. going to do. It's a difficult one, isn't it? I know, we were hoping Alan might be here to bail us out and, and give us extra <laughs> But he is drunk, yeah. quite rightly. <laughs> um, but they don't need a lot of work, United. No! Which makes They're it more place. difficult to sort of work out. Yeah. I can imagine um, there might be a, a couple heading out. I think Ollie Denham's loan hasn't really worked for, from Cardiff. Um, I can't imagine they'll be overly pleased with the amount of game time he's had. So. Yeah. I could see him heading back and then maybe replacing him because they need the, the numbers in the back line. For me, I think the the most important thing, I think, just to lift things a wee bit, is just sign somebody. It doesn't. I don't mean yeah. just anybody off the street or whatever, but the quality obviously has to improve what they've already got in the squad. But I, I think just a wee lift, I think the fans would, would welcome a wee lift like that. Because yeah. thinking back to last January, that was a major 
issue at United. Mm-hmm. People are banging on the door. That when, when are they going to sign somebody? And I think it was the last day of the transfer window until they got somebody in. Just that extra wee boost, I think, would be really beneficial to United where they're at at the moment. Yeah, I mean, to me, Jim Goodwin's in a sort of nice position of it's not going to be easy, but if he can find a gem or two, whatever funds he's getting mm-hmm. made available from one or Mark Ogren, he can spend it on them because he doesn't need five or six or seven. <clears throat> he did all no. that hard work in the summer in terms of numbers and good quality. So, so now he can focus on the hardest part for a manager, yeah. finding that, as that's, I say, that gem. That's the ideal scenario, Tom. And you've, there's a couple of things there. One, Mark Ogren got the funds in the summer. You've got to see how much cash is actually left to spend. You would like to think that there's something in the kitty there that, yeah. you know, uh, speaking to the chairman, they might be able to do something. I, th- I think they probably would. Well, as uh, he's official fan, I'll have to say, I'm sure that Jim Goodwin's made sure that if he was given money for the season in the summer, he'll have kept something back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the, big, the other big problem he's got is attracting players to come to the championship. We've, we've seen this in the past, and attracting them to come before the month of January is out. You know, I always feel that if you're, if you're going to bring players in, let's get them in right at the start. Let's get them up to speed very quickly because if you've got to wait right to the end until players hmm. suddenly have used up all maybe options elsewhere yeah. and you get somebody whose mind isn't really on it mm-hmm. and then you've then got to get them up to speed of the championship. Is it worthwhile doing that in the first place? Um, I'm sure they're looking at quite a few options, but again... United could be hindered by the fact is that they are the recognised big club in the championship and agents will be wanting top Wouldn't dollar they? from, from Dundee United. So it's just where he goes in the areas... And because he, it's a close look, title race, agents will try yeah. to squeeze a bit more, you need my client. Well, absolutely. And we saw the problem Dundee had last season. Dundee did have a huge squad, ultimately, in that championship. But, you know, it was, it was, it was difficulty getting, getting players in. I mean... If Gary Boyer was here, I'm sure he'd tell you the amount of players they went for and lost at the last mm. minute because they, they, they chose other options. And that's a, that's a players want. They can, they, can, they can go wherever wherever they want and get the best deal for themselves. But yeah, you've got to bring somebody who, as you touched on, Tom. Where are the gems? And in what areas do you need to find the gems? And when you're talking about gems, for me, it's attacking areas. Who's going to who's going to provide a bit of spark? up top for Dungeon They've got good players there. They've got Tony Watt. They've got Louis Moult, but I, I think Kai Fotheringham. Yeah, Kai Fotheringham. Brilliant. Kai Fotheringham has been fantastic as well. And, and uh, you know, you don't want to rock the boat with, with the squad you've got, but they do, as George said, you do need a bit of freshness hmm. in there. Somebody that can maybe, you know, add a, add a bit of spark. I, I look at somebody like Matthew Cujo, who to me was providing that at the start of the season, but for one reason or another, hasn't been able to young boy yeah hasn't been able to, to keep that sort of level of form going and as a result we haven't seen much of him in the team certainly in this in the start line so would Jim Goodwin maybe have a look in, in that sort of area try, trying to bring someone in there's also the middle of the park where uh, you know Doherty and Sybil have been key for United but Doherty has had injury problems that's what I was going um, to say I'm not uh, like you like, like any punter I, I always love to see my team sign a striker as well as them being really hard to find in January or at any time. But I just wonder that Ross Doherty has been a great leader, a great performer, but he's missed a few games through injury. And I, I wonder if that might be an area that Jim mm-hmm. Goodwin looks at um, because of that. And hey, 
if you end up not to replace Ross Doherty, far from it. If you end up with two Ross Doherty's in the middle of the park, mm. you ain't going to complain in this league. Well, they'd already kind of moved to to try and cover that with Jordan Tilson coming in, but he's not quite pulled up any trees. He's not quite met the level mm. I think they were hoping for um, on that front. So yeah, I think you're right. I think that might be a a position where they're, they're looking uh, for an experienced player. And I, th- I think <coughs> United would be a enticing prospect for players. I, I know you're talking about. It can be difficult being in the championship but they're going for a title so players will see that and think oh, I want to be in a winning team rather than maybe they could go at a team at the bottom end of the championship uh, the premiership and be fighting against relegation I think United could have the the, the kind of the pool in, enough to swing at that their way so um, yeah as, as I say just they just need a wee pick me up I think yeah um, one thing I'll, I always think with teams that have got designs on being in the Premier League next season. It's why you want a gap at the top in the January transfer window because you can persuade. Guys are looking and saying, no, they're, they're going to win that league. I'm playing in the Premier League next season. Makes it harder when it's between two teams as it is now, mm-hmm. apparently mm-hmm. between United and Wraith Rovers. You're, you, you, the guys are like, I'm not sure what if you mm. don't, don't get promoted yeah there's a, there is a bit of that going on and, it, and it, it's something done you need to have to be careful on as well you know I mean you bring someone in on a year and a half contract and pay them you know yeah. big wages and suddenly you find wages, you're still yeah. you're still in the championship mm-hmm. next season I always think that you know when Gary Boyle was at Dens last season he was he, he he brought in a, a, a few guys from down, down south, and, and some worked and some didn't. The majority were loan signings. I've, I've got to say, um, I'm wondering if, if Jim Goodwin will look more at home and even looking around the championship. I mean, the vast majority of players in the championship are, are on one-year deals, and you know, yeah. and it's coming to the end of their contract. Is there somebody there that he might try and entice? You know, at the same time, you could derail someone else. <laughs> someone else's. Well, well. Look, I'm not wanting to, I'm not wanting to sort of rock the boat here, but exactly. Go and do it. Exactly. Yeah. Why why not? Why not? I, yeah, just say, yeah. Well, that's who he was thinking about, George. Yeah. Why not? He's out of contract and so why not say offer him a contract at Tardis? And you can speak to that's, him from yeah. January the first. You know, that's that, that that's the name of the game at, at this level and uh, Where should he been in politics? <laughs> this, this sort of skullduggery. I, I, I could I could start a bit of a war of words between <laughs> Wraith Rovers yes. and Dundee United, but that's that's the nature. The beast season they're not doing anything mm. illegal. Players are allowed to speak to anyone they want when they get in the final six months of their contract. So yeah, maybe maybe you might look at to that area to I have to say, people. frustratingly at times, that isn't really the Dundee United way to no, They tend no. to do things commendably very properly, but both as a both as a former Football writers sometimes if they'd have been a bit more underhand with leaking stories about who they were speaking to with a view to next season, we don't want to upset. It would it was a better story, but mm. also like you say, you can put the cat amongst the pigeons in other dressing rooms. Yeah, well, I'm sure that again you go back to previous experience. Air United last season with Depot Akinyemi, his mm. form in the first the months prior to Christmas was absolutely sensational, and you know. They, I'm sure, were inundated with offers for him. Mm-hmm. But to be fair to them, they actually s- stuck to their 
their guns and, and stuck stuck by him. But I'm thinking of other areas of the team, maybe United. I, I still think that you've talked about Oli Denham going back. You know, they, they, they could be looking more central defensive. Yeah, I think so, a, yeah. bit, a bit of cover in there um, as well. But it's just, again, it's up to... Fans have to remember, Dungeon United are paying a lot of money in terms of their, their wages to sort of staff ratio, etc., and their income, etc. So, you know, they have splashed a bit of cash on some real quality. Mm-hmm. They've pushed the boat out to get Louis Moult to come and play mm-hmm. in the Scottish Championship. To keep... Yeah, so I, I would be very surprised if there's more. They'll have a big squad. They've probably got the biggest squad in the Championship, um, without a shadow of a doubt. I'd be very surprised if there's more than one or two, but that, it has to be right. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no point in bringing people in just for the sake of bringing them in if you're not going to add that that wee bit of quality to your team um, or that bit of cover that, you know, if you feel is vital. Mm. If one one man was to get injured, you know, i.e. Declan Gallagher, yeah. have you got the right sort of cover to bring in, you know, to to, yeah. to, to cover the title the race? Two hiccups in the cups a few weeks ago. Easy for years. Two hiccups in yeah. the cups. <laughs> Sounds That's like good. it goes, goes on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the rap image. I don't think I'll wear this again. I'm not. I'm not happy with me. <laughs> not, not that an item of clothing is going to improve me considerably. I'm not happy with this shirt. This will be its one and only out, and I think George. <laughs> but getting back, the, uh, did the hiccups in the cups a few weeks ago show that the while Holt and Gallagher are top men at the back, they could maybe do a wee bit more depth in that area just in case. I, th- I think so because the, the goals, particularly the Queen of the South one. Which obviously I had more interest in, but the, the goals they conceded there were pretty, pretty soft. Um, I think there was a corner that just came through the entire defence, and that, that can't really happen, for, particularly for a club like United. And the goal uh, against Raith Rovers obviously was fit on the soft side. United probably should have defended that one. Still haven't watched that. I'm <laughs> um, in mourning for United's top spot position. And yeah, I, I think another option in there. Might be where they're thinking because Ross Graham's done okay when he's come in, but I think maybe more experienced player or just another young loan. Like hard for younger players who. Tough. I mean, they say it's hard being in the team, but it's hard coming in in for pressure situations mm-hmm. when you're you're in and out the team. And I would like to see a bit more experience here. Again, you're, you've got that problem. Holt and Galcher look such a good. Uh, partnership mm-hmm. in central defence it's going to be difficult to per- persuade an experienced yeah. central yeah. defender comes thinking well, I might have got a game yeah. here I'm, I'm, I'm sitting hoping one of my teammates gets yeah. injured or suspended yeah. that's very true it's also the fact that they, they, they play players to death you know if you've not got cover you'll tend to get players who are carrying minor yeah. knocks mm-hmm. and keep playing them with yeah. minor knocks minor until suddenly that little stretch becomes a tear and a muscle or something like that, and they're suddenly they're out, they're out for six to eight weeks. So yeah. at least if you've got that wee bit of cover, you can afford to, you know, you, you can see you can afford to take players out of the picture for even a fortnight, give them a give them a break, and get them back ready to go again, fresh again. And uh, that can sometimes be a telling factor on 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 who you're bringing in. You know, what what we know we know ourselves. There's some players who can play every single game mm-hmm. of the season and very rarely pick up not, but there are others you need to manage throughout the course yeah. of the season. And when it comes down to a, a title race, 
it becomes if you've not got that cover, you're even more reluctant to take your your key. Yeah, and I mean, United, United aren't facing the most arduous season in terms of number of games because they're out of the cups. But all it needs is a couple of postponements, and if you have a a five or six game month thrown at you like you say there are some players don't handle that the way other players do yeah and the manager will, uh, will be aware of those players who are, are, are a bit like that you know um, and that's something he's have to contend I think he'll also have a look at you know there are a few of the younger lads have been in and out and in and out maybe maybe it's an opportunity for one or two of them Kai Fotheringham has certainly stepped up to the mark this season Chris Mochrie a little bit Maybe we're needing a wee bit more from from some of the others, you know. And yeah. I'm, I'm talking about guys like Declan Glass, and, and I've, I've been a big fan of Declan Glass. But yeah, I he's cut as yeah. a as a key, and his and United career, of his career where yeah, as a key stage of it. his career where he needs to contribute big style to this United uh-huh. team. So yeah, he, um, Jim Goodwill will be hoping that while while we might hope to add one or two, that one or two others will maybe mm-hmm. add a wee bit more to their game. Does Jim Goodwin incidentally sit Kai Fotheringham down having seen his form in the first half of the season and say, son, you'll hear a lot of nonsense about young players having dips. You're not that kind of young player. You're not getting to have a dip. <laughs> you, you basically, a wee bit of psychology and say, don't, you, you don't need to worry about that. You're so good. Because he's doing so well. That he, he's one that, I mean, often you see managers take a young player out and you think, well, they were playing okay and mm-hmm. they'd seen something. Mm-hmm. But... He's go- he's going to have to have a couple of really poor games before you think of taking him out because he's got a great positional sense and a great eye for a goal. Go back to the the win at Dunfermline a few weeks ago where he did he didn't start the game well. But mm-hmm. He was do he was making mistakes in all the right places. So you're <laughs> like this this lad is yeah. worth keeping on that park yeah. and he scores a goal. He's got that great talent, hasn't he? Yeah, he doesn't have to play well, but can still really impact the game by scoring. Because he's in fairness, his game awareness and his game mm. sense is always or so far has always been so good that even if things don't come off, you're not criticising what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, and and you love that with a player. And I, I could see. If I'm his manager, I'm finding a way to keep him going mm-hmm. right to the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, uh, you can have his dip in June. I mean, to be fair to Kai Fordham, I think it's 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 a bit early because he has just broken into the Dungeon United team. But the fact he's done so well, I wouldn't be surprised mm. if there's a few other teams maybe having, yeah. having a wee nosy at him. I think it's still it's early stages. He's still got a wee yeah. bit to, to prove. But he's he's one of the one of the boys at Tannis. Somebody might. There's nothing more dangerous than an English club that's yeah. done all its business really well and it's got a bit of spare cash. And then this, they start looking at their under twenty three team. Oh, yeah. how do you want yeah. five hundred grand for him or for? And it's yeah. to an extent they're taking a gamble. Yeah. But if they're going well and they're happy with their squads, the the start letting yeah. other departments in the club spend. Oh, well, I probably think it's, it's maybe three or four months too soon for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kai, ah, he, he is just, and let's see what he does in, in a United shirt between now and the end of the season. Just keeps that keeps that level of, of form going. Um, but uh, yeah, Jim Goodwin, it's, it's it's a balancing act now f- for him. You know, he's going to be going to probably cap in hand to the chairman, going, you know, we need we need this, mm. we need one or two players to bring in the chairman's. Uh, going to dig deep I'm sure he will dig deep he's done it in yeah. the past well, yeah, let's be good, honest yeah. while we're all going on diets in January yeah. what managers traditionally yeah. do is go to the chairman and say well I know you said but if you f- I could get that, him for this and that yeah. it's just part of a manager's job yeah. well yeah. the good one has said that the money's there to, to add a couple I think yeah um, also the forgotten man 
Mark Birrigitis though Dundee United player. I see, I see I that on, on your list. That's that's quite surprising. I'll surprise yeah. a few. Imagine his. Uh, Wages. He could be throwing a, another prawn on the barbie <laughs> by the end of the month. That uh, was my Australian accent. Was it? Okay. Uh, for those tell. of you who couldn't work it out. Um, so you'd expect he'll you be heading got off. To yeah. think um, he's got to he'll be, be desperate to get out. I um, mean, is his contract up? I think it's up in the summer anyway, isn't it? I think. I'm not sure, but his yeah. wages, I expect, will be yeah. decent because yeah. they had to convince him to come all the way from Australia. So. But he's at an age where he needs to be playing. He's thousands yeah. of miles away from yeah, home. Yeah, and, exactly. uh, and he's used to playing. He, 2023, he's not played very many games at all. Has yeah, he? and I, I think he said uh, that he's open to a move back to Australia. That is the I summer. Mean, that is the summer is down the summer, there, right. George. Um, so you'd, you'd think that might help things. That, in terms that could, of yeah. Just, just getting one wage off the bill, it means you can get another one in. So... Um, I'd ex you'd expect that to happen fairly quickly because he'll he'll be fed up. You'll mm -hmm. know he's not got a future at United, and United United mm -hmm. want to get the deal done as well. I mean, to be fair to some of the players that are there and talking to goalkeepers, midnight on January the thirty first, if the current number one Jack Walton's still there, United should be very happy. Uh, mm. And and having having seen him in action, I would. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I would not faint if Luton. Considered taking him back. I think, I think he's a. I think he's a top, top goalie, mm -hmm. uh, and I think it would be a huge. It will be a huge bonus to United to have him for the whole season. I, I, yeah, I think as is the plan. But you never know. You know. You hope. You hope that the Luton uh, goalies stay injury free. I, I would yeah. say because I think uh, the number one's been very good this season and they've got Tim Krul I think yeah. signed in the summer to, to, for his backup they like, so like, I don't know how many they've got they must yeah. have got someone else waiting yeah, there as well but yeah. they, I think losing Tim Krul has been a great goalkeeper but, yeah. but if I'm Luton yeah. and, and a, there was any issue with my yeah, number yeah. one I would not hesitate in bringing Walton back and putting him in the team I think he's that he's that standard of goalie mm -hmm. and I think it'll be and he's part of a he's part of a, a triangle if you like as long as United have got him, Holt, and Gallagher yeah. at the back, I will always. I would like be to think of Luton, of Luton are thinking on those lines. They've already told Dungeon United that they're thinking along those lines, and they're not going to pull the rug from underneath their feet because that would leave Dungeon United in a massive hole to trying to find another. They've obviously got young Jack Newman who they rate yeah. very, very yeah. highly, but that would that would That's leave pressure that would them, leave them in a massive hole trying to get an experienced keeper in for the, for the for the run. Um, Hopefully that that won't be the case because as you say he's been he's been part of the rear guard that's been so successful mm. for United. And we need to briefly move across the road before the quiz. <laughs> I've just realised. Um, Dundee, but similar to United, it's uh, it's not going to be about numbers, is it? Because Tony Doherty at Dens made so many signings mm -hmm. uh, in the summer, so many good signings. Uh, it's, it's difficult. It's, it's difficult, maybe for him in the sense of making a signing because he has to find a very good player. It's great credit to the squad he's put together that they've put him in that position because it's hard to name a failure in the Dundee squad in the first half of the season. Yeah, I mean, the thing he's, he's very happy with the business he's done, and obviously we've seen that in the pitch with the, the results they've picked up. Um, he has mentioned that he'd, uh, he'd like to add a couple. Which managers always Ma again, do. Again, managers. Um, so you'd, 
expect a wee bit of business. Um, I think there might be some heading out. Um, you're at risk, obviously, they've got how many lone players? Six lone players? One, two, three. Eight lone players. Um, you're always at risk of that. I was worried for you there, George. Uh, we're running out of fingers. It was right, wasn't it? Um, so you'd, you'd, you'd hope all of them will stay. I think Marcel Lewis will probably head back to Burnley because it's obviously not worked. He's not played a minute yet. Um, Brian Howley, don't know how, if Coventry want to see him play a bit more. I've not seen him in a wee while. Mm -hmm. Dundee shirt, but the rest have been great. And you'd hope that clubs don't decide that to end that. Um, there's no indication that's going to be the case, but that would obviously mean that Dundee have to then go and replace that that person. Um, okay. But I think there's a couple of, a couple of bits and bobs that uh, Tony Dorky would like to do. I, don't, I think you'd like to add more goals. I was going to say it's whether it's a striker uh, again, or again, it's sort of the embarrassment of riches because <laughs> the squad have been doing so well. But you would say the defence. There's been some excellent performances mm -hmm. midfield some excellent performances up front they've been good and might he try to get someone that's going to provide more goals I, I don't I mean, think any of his strikers have failed mm -hmm. but none of them are going to be the team's mm -hmm. player of the year I mean any, any manager is going to want a yeah. new number nine <laughs> every transfer yeah. but if they could find one that I think they'd be delighted what's Harry Kane's contract situation <laughs> I know I mean it's a, 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 it's that thing it's really hard to find a how much money have you got yeah in summer what do you do in January yeah, yeah it's tough I mean Dundee do have a, a, a lot of loan players George says it's, it's eight and worryingly some of them have, have made a, quite a big contribution this yeah, yeah. season um, as you say Marcel Lewis hasn't really uh, had any opportunities had a few injury problems as well I've got to say since he's been up um, but the vast majority of the other ones have certainly had first first team runs and a lot of them are in the team week in week out I'm just wondering if you know I'm a huge fan of uh, Lee Ashcroft and he's been Dundee's, one of Dundee's best players over the last few years but the fact he seems to be frozen out now, even even when Portales gets injured, the manager prefers to go with Donnelly in, in, a, mm. in, a, in a back yeah. three. I'm wondering if there's scope there. Championship teams will be queuing up. To yeah, he, he's absolutely solid. Yeah. He's absolutely solid. I'm, I'm wondering if there's scope there to put him out on loan somewhere else and maybe do something else mm. uh, elsewhere. Um, he, has, he has been injured just uh, the yeah. last week or so. Um, I think had I th thing, what so I would say in, in Lee Ashcroft's defence and I said right at the start of the season he's not really suited to playing in a back three he has to be in the middle has right? to be yeah. in, the, uh, in the middle and Tony Dockery has shown that he wants Shaughnessy. to play three at the back so it's, it's and, and, and to it's be worked. fair it's worked it's worked yeah. and they've been fantastic so I think he could probably do with getting out and getting some games but as you said George one thing about Tony Dockery he's not going to leave himself short nah. he's not going to put anybody out unless he gets somebody in so I would think even if Ashcroft goes out he might still bring another centre-half who's more capable of, of playing mm -hmm. in, in a three. I wouldn't be surprised if he did that with Portales being injured. Um, elsewhere, like you say, Tommy, it's up, fr up front, they've, they've lacked a wee bit of spark in front of goal. I think Bakayoko's brought a lot to the table mm. as yeah. experience. They've uh, all contributed, yeah. but yeah. nobody's, no, nobody's run away in terms of the heather on goals. Fire. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to think they can they can get someone. But you're, I've got to say to Dundee fans, 
Uh, Tony Docherty's done really well with the loan yeah. signing, so you wouldn't bet against him getting someone who mm-hmm. can score goals. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it can be a hit or a miss, and you're not going to get you'd be plucking a name out of the air effectively because it is going to be someone from the lower divisions in English football mm. that you'd be looking at someone who is not currently obviously playing. I think more importantly for Dundee is they keep the, the squad that they've, they've got. And for me, the, the most important thing is they've got to keep Owen Beck. Not just because he's a brilliant player, but just because we love watching him. He's great yeah. for Scottish football. I was going to say, a, a bit like Walton at United. Yeah. Beck would be the one I would really worry about but for the fact he's at Liverpool. Yeah. And I, I think from both clubs, he would he would be at any other club um, outside of that sort of ranking that Liverpool have, I would be really concerned that he was going mm. back because uh, I think he's, yeah. he's a terrific player. But I think um, Liverpool might even be looking on this a chance to make money out the laddie, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The, 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 people a, people uh, down yeah. south will be watching him, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a few... That, that might be the one danger, is there might be a club or two down south that, that, that say to Liverpool, we, we'll give you money for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly. Right now. But because yeah, I think he's that good. Would Liverpool let him, let him go? I, no, don't, I, 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 I think, think Liverpool would. will be happy to look at him at least until the end of this season mm-hmm. and decide... Um, is he because Andy Robertson's been injured? Simakas has come in and looked at an adequate deputy, but I don't think he's ever going to be more than a deputy. Mm. So, might the thing is uh, keep in a, mm. a year or so, this boy might be the guy to step into Robertson's shoes. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I think he's he's a lad with that kind of potential. Yeah, I think so. That's why I know the kind of the Man City model down south is to bring all these great players up and then sell them before they really make your team back. Yeah. I'm not sure Liverpool are quite the same no. um, idea. Um, from from what I understand, Liverpool are very happy with mm-hmm. him at Dens Park and uh-huh. the plan is to keep him there at the moment. I mean, that could change. That's great news. Could change, obviously, if Andy Robson's injury, injury comeback doesn't happen and then Simicas gets injured and you know, you, you know what can happen in football, it's unlikely, but these things can happen. I would expect he'd be a Dundee player for the rest of the season. But and with the added caveat, it's a loan and it, it, it can It's a loan, it yes. Help. Things can change. As you say, in, a, in, a, in one tackle, it can all go horribly wrong for your plans and your loan signings. But George, is it time for the quiz yet? <laughs> not quite. I think but there's not some more Dundee stuff to talk about, no? I want to do the quiz. No, you don't. Okay then, no, what is it you want to say? Um, well, th- there's obviously some uh, guys out on loan. Um, Harry Sharp will be, his loan deal will end at Dunfermline. I think Luke Graham sits the centre back, whether he's ready to be a backup if Ashcroft goes or what, I, I, don't, I don't know. But uh, Sean Byrne and Tyler French are both out on loan but for the whole season, but their contracts are ending at the end of the season. So, be interested to see what happens yeah. on that front because Sean Burns. I would think Jim excellent. Goodwin, if he bumps into Tony Docker, he says, Oh, you need that boy burned back from the <laughs> I think so. He has been absolutely excellent. Yeah. Yes. They love him. I'm delighted for Sean Burns because, yeah. of, you know, he's good pro. You good say player. he's a nice lad as well, George, to speak yeah, to. Anyway. But he, he's got to be playing at this point in time. And uh, I'd be very surprised if, if he's back at Denz in the mm. year. Um, not because. Tony Doyle didn't want him back, but he's, he's getting games. He's, he's happy playing where he is. Dundee still have multiple options in the middle yeah, of that yeah. part that would be before him. He'd be basically be coming back to warm the bench again. So 
Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they get that yeah. sort of doubt. But then his if his form has been so good that he's impressed yeah. Tony Dockett, and yeah, he, he might decide it's worthwhile coming back. So it's an interesting one uh, to keep an eye on. Obviously, he can speak to other clubs as well. So yeah, yeah. I think there'll be a few clubs looking at him. Uh, that would not surprise me, especially around about the championship. Yeah. He's, he's, he's still got something to offer, that, I think. For probably Max Anderson up in Burnett. He's been see. doing well, yeah. from what I hear. Um, scored the other week. Um, they've been really pleased with him. But he's, he's he's there for the whole season. That, I get the feeling that probably he'll stay there, I, I would think. Um, he's a good player, Max. That's yeah, I, I still think he's got a, a future. A future he's got a chance, yeah. Well, he's certainly... He could he could do his CV no harm, even if he stays stays at Inverness for the rest of the season. Yeah. Like probably will just keep doing what he's doing because, yeah, he's got a lot of good things, a lot of good things going for mm -hmm. him. Max Anderson it make, makes him an attractive uh, proposition for managers. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, sometimes Tom players players move, but what you've got to do is go and show people what you can do. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and as as we've seen, Max Max has got a lot of talent there. So. Yeah, and he's he's got and another he's, year in his contract when he comes back. Uh -huh. So there's still. Even if he stays at Inverness, yeah. he's still got future. And I mean, I'm sure Tony Doherty's mapped out. He's thinking to him, but equally up at Inverness, I can't. I can't speak for uh, Duncan Ferguson as a uh, a manager, but I know that Gary Bowen will keep him on the straight and narrow <laughs> in terms of what you know. What's good for his career? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Gary's Duncan's assistant up there, and he will not, in the nicest possible way, he won't pull him. Uh, won't have pulled any punches. Max Anderson will know uh, what Inverness expect of him, but but he'll also say, "Son, you you can get yourself back to Dundee by doing well, and if it's not if your future's not going to be at Dundee, you can get yourself to another good club, mm -hmm. Inverness or somewhere else." And 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 I think Anderson strikes me as the kind of yeah. boy that'll take that on board, and he'll know himself yeah. that. Good work at Inverness is good for his future, wherever it's going to be. I like to say, I, I, I would love to see him back at Dundee for next season. Yeah, I, I agree. Tyler French is an interesting one because obviously he's coming back from a really bad injury. Um, he's been playing for Morton week in, week out. From what I understand, he's, he's not been playing great. Um, although Morton's form mm -hmm. has obviously improved, and uh, I imagine he's He's played a decent part. I'm disappointed to hear that. I mean, his, his form's not been great, and I, I've I've got to say it must be something to do with the injury. He's yeah. not quite got. Yeah. He's mentally not quite got over it because mm -hmm. he was done his best player. You know, up mm -hmm. until he broke his leg, which was I was with this time last year, wasn't it? It was yeah. a Scottish, Scottish Cup tie yeah, at, yeah. at St. Martin. You know, he, he was. Certainly, it was a bad break. Too. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad. Yeah, no, it was a bad break. It's but he's got he's he's got a lot of things going for him. Tyler yeah. French, you know, and I think he can get it back. It's yeah, maybe I, th just I think so as well. Time. And I think there might be an opportunity for him at days, but he's got he's really got to do it at Morton first before he's going to get uh, yeah. a door opening for him at, uh, under Tony Doherty. And to be fair, mm -hmm. it's a sensible kind of loan move yeah. from a Dundee point of view because they've they've found a club where he's definitely going to play, yeah. and he can blow out these cobwebs if that's the case, and then he comes back a better player for them, hopefully. Um, I, and I mean as well, I, I mean I say this as someone who when thought it was a nightmare when they had to provide formations for the paper because it took me half the first <laughs> half to work them out. <laughs> so I'm by no means a, a tactical expert, but the way Tony Doherty likes to play with the three centre-halves, mm -hmm. you tend to think, well, Tyler French could be in there. But also, the way he goes forward, yeah. 
Yeah. I see a wing back. There's a couple. Of, there's a couple Aye. of roles here for him. Yeah, yeah. On, the, on the right side of the three, or or mm. in the in the position that uh, John McGee's currently playing at this mm-hmm. point in time, yeah, yeah. and Josh Mulligan's trying to get in at this point in time. Uh, but yeah. he likes and he's, he likes overlapping yeah. centre backs. He's very quick. Yeah. He's yeah. very 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 so, yeah. quick. Overlapping centre. He does. Well, it's uh, the James James since yeah. I was a lad. Yeah. No, he, he he likes to have that at uh, times uh, when they get the, the opportunity to to do that. Um, and yeah, Tyler French at his best would be absolutely brilliant in that position, I think. But it's just taking him a wee bit a wee bit of time, mm-hmm. I think, to get up to back up to his levels. Is it time for the quiz now, George? Can be if you Whey! want. <laughs> I don't know why I'm cheering because it's just an <laughs> embarrassment. Uh, Right, there's uh, three sets of questions. Oh, no. Oh, he's got because an envelope. Put, put, well, put, put it on the, the screen. You can, you can uh, see the, the answers. That <laughs> um, I still get them wrong. There's three sets of questions because I was expecting Alan to be here, obviously. Well, um, does Megan, the producer, want to play? No. <laughs> okay, that's a no then. You'll know more than these two, don't worry. And, and, and that's Instantly, that pole you're speaking in a holds a light not a microphone so nobody can <laughs> hear you which is good <laughs> right so uh tam since you're so excited you can go first choose one two or three three i always uh, wrong answer that's the first thing you've got <laughs> i always fancied myself as a left back <laughs> no one else did and i tend to share their opinion looking back right don't look at that. I'm oh, sorry, answers, man. That's cheating. It's like back at school again. Look, he's looking at the answers. I know. <laughs> I've got a mirror. Right, so there's uh, 10 questions in each set. So, uh, Where did we here all day? George, the pubs are open, yeah. I remember. I know. Right, question one. You ready? Right. This Who's, is for me. That's for Tam. Yeah. Right. Who's kept more clean sheets this season, Trevor Carson or Jack Walton? So... Set you up with a, a 50-50 to start off with. Jack Walton. That's correct. I thought he was going to say Jack Carson there. <laughs> bets. Frank Carson. <laughs> Who did uh, Liam Grimshaw leave to join Dundee United this summer? Oh, if I turn this... No, I know, I know, I've got a list of... I'm trying to... um, (laughs) I can't remember. Air. No, do you? It was in that direction. Was it Greenock Morton? It was Greenock Morton. Oh, so it was. How many... uh, Question number three. How many players did Dundee sign across 2023? Was it 15, 20 or 25? 25. That's correct. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. What was Dundee United's biggest win of 2023? Uh, just need to take. Was it 6-0 against Arbroath? It is 6-0 against Arbroath. Well done. I must have banged my head. I must have my head before I came in here. <laughs> I didn't expect to get that. Uh, question five. And it was a Friday night. It was the 100th anniversary of them becoming Dundee United. You're looking at any extra points for them. Do you know the date? I'll give you an extra point if you get the date. I don't want an extra <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> question five. Uh, who did Amadou Bakayoko leave to join Dundee on loan in the summer? Forest Green. Oh, he's flying. That's four out of five pressures. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. If he gets one more, that's it. 
Number six. I'll never get more than five. Who scored Dundee United's last goal of 2022-23? So last season. The final goal of the season. Tony Watt. No, he wasn't even there, man. He's injured. He was, <laughs> on, was on loan. He was on loan. He was, he was on loan at St. Mirren and in a stucky. What a goal it was. I mean, he says everything about his character. Uh, what a terrible answer that was. It was Stephen Fletcher. Question number seven. Who did Paul McMullen sign for after leaving Dundee? Derry City. That's correct. He's been very good in this. Surprisingly. Ah, look at Bear's face. He sees it. Number eight. Who supplied Dundee United's kit last season? Hummel. Last season. Hummel. Hummel. Incorrect. Oh, it's about Evans. I'm not going to give the answer because it's the same as... Uh, George, you have to remember I'm quite happy to be wrong as long as it sounds quite a feasible answer. Yeah. So don't, don't go, no, it's no Hummel, you want an answer. No, I would give the answer, but it's also the answer of Dundee's kit sponsor and there's that question is one of the other sets so we'll, we'll just move on quickly uh, question number nine who dished out Dundee's biggest defeat of 2023 Ranger uh, that is correct 5-0 been a fatalist Dundee fan somebody must have beat them six <laughs> <laughs> number ten how many international caps for the Republic of Ireland did, did Jim Goodwin win? That was a much harder question to say than I realised when I wrote it down. Yeah, I'll keep my answer to one syllable then. One. That's correct. How many did bookings did he get? <laughs> Probably three. <laughs> Seven out of ten. Oh, I've got no chance here. I can't believe that. That's, I don't. That's think, I can't believe it. You've got the answers there somewhere. I, I, I don't think I've ever it's even ridiculous. managed like forty percent before. Ridiculous. How did I manage that, George? I, I, I have no idea. Did you just take pity on me and go subconscious. One or two for Bear. Two. Two. Right. Set number two. Question number one. Who is Dundee United's top scorer? Ah, oh, that's so easy. In, You're favouring no, him. In 2023, the whole year. Not this season, but the whole year. Can't believe he doesn't know Sorry, that. Sorry, I'll change my name. I'll change it to number one. Bad job. <laughs> uh, top scorer 2023. Stephen Fletcher. Kai Fotheringham. Okay. It's, it's not that good, surely. Yeah. Ten. Ten goals, yeah. I knew that. Number two, who was Dundee's first signing of 2023? That's a difficult one. Yeah. You've got a one in 25 chance of getting this right there. <laughs> first signing in 2023. Oh. Was it the big striker, George? The big lad. He's doing a Jack Chapman impersonation. I can see him now. Oh, I can do yes. the big lad. The big lad up name. front. He's getting warm. No. No, it's gone. Sure? Yep. Kwame Thomas. Kwame Thomas. I couldn't remember his yeah. name. Sorry, Kwame. You're, you're on the money. Sorry, Kwame. You're, you're on, the, on, the, on the trail. Big strike. Number three. a point for that. Which club did Stephen Fletcher sign for when he left Dundee United? See, George, if you leave Dundee or Dundee United, you're dead to us. <laughs> oh. Forest Green. It was Wrexham. Really? None out of three. 
These questions are much, oh, much got, harder. Yeah, you got a 50-50 for this one. Ah, good. Don't get that one. Four. Paul McGowan left Dundee after nine years this this year. Correct. Did he? <laughs> did he make more or fewer appearances than Cammy Kerr across his entire Dundee career? I'm confident on what my guess would be. Fewer. Incorrect. I'm afraid. Ah, yeah, he made more. more. He made three hundred and two. Cammy's on two seventy. Number five. You want to give me a few scuffies yeah, here? None out of four here. Uh, Liam Fox took charge of eight league matches in 2023. Champione, How many Champione. points did he win <laughs> as manager? Four, six, or seven? Six. Incorrect, it was four. Oh, I was trying, I thought it was six. I was putting up four things. <laughs> I was trying to make your so Tam's defeat a, even worse. Yeah, Tom's already won, but yeah. we'll keep going. Just the, I'm off the agony. Uh, I'm away. Agony. I'm Question away. number six. What was Dundee's biggest win of 2023? Oh, just the team. We need, really. Ah, oh, just, just the team they beat. Right. I'll give you an extra point if you get the result. Uh, is it winning margin or number of goals scored? No, big, the biggest biggest winning margin, yeah. I think I know. Was it Queen's Park? It was not Queen's Park. Was it Air United? It was not either of them. <laughs> you always know when I'm going to be wrong because it's prefixed with the words I think I know in a very confident fashion. Oh, was it? No. Well, I'll give you one more guess. Airdrie. Oh, God's sake. Hamilton Aki's 7 0. Oh, oh Lyle Cameron. Hardrick. What was that? That uh, was February or something like that. No, what competition? In championship. It was in the league. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh. That's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> Bear, this is lifelong Dundee fans. You always forget the good times when you're a Dundee fan. I'm going to have to stop drinking when I go to oh, football yeah. matches, I think. <laughs> right, let's get through this nice and quick since we've got right, an under uh, Question seven Which manager has the better win percentage? Jim Goodwin or Tony Dock? Jim Goodwin. Jim Goodwin does. With 50%, Tony Dock's on 40%. Both pretty good, to be fair. Yes. Uh, question eight. Who is Dundee United's current kit supplier? Macron. That was last season, I'm afraid. That was the question that Tam got wrong. It's Erea this season. Oh, of course. That's a country, yeah. that's a country look in at Africa. The, hey, George, look at the shirt I'm wearing. Do you, th do you, do you think <laughs> designers are a big thing in my life? Oh, right. God. Right, okay. Question nine. Who's right. played the most matches for Dundee this season? Oh, which, I thought we were going to give that. I thought it was going to be either or. I've got to, no. all right, who's, played the, who's played most for Dundee this season? Oh, it's not Kami Kerr. He was always a stick on for that mm. sort of title, wasn't it? Um, it's got to be. It's not the goalie, just to give you. Yeah. It's not the goalie. It's not the goalie. Yeah. I could see he was a bit late. On, on so Ivan. it's got to be. Joe Shaughnessy. That is correct. Oh, I give you a clue there. I did that. There's 20. Uh, question number 10. Finally getting to the end. Glory. Um, how many Dundee players have international caps? One, two, or three. Oh, all right. Is that all we've got for international caps? I thought it would be more full, than like Full, full, full caps. caps. Right, okay. Yep, okay. Yep. 
Two. Two is correct. Amadou, back you. How many did I win by? And where's my trophy? Uh, you won by four, and the trophy was left outside the oh, studio because no. we were stupid. I've never, I can't even yeah. remember what it looks like, so that's okay. I'm a uh, gracious con- winner. Congratulations to the winner, you anorak. I don't, I don't know where that came from. That's uh, just dis- right. disappointing. Alan wasn't here because I fully expected oh, Alan, Alan to win it. Alan so. would definitely just win because he he actually knows stuff. <laughs> I just got lucky. <laughs> it was sort of random facts that have stayed in my head, mm-hmm. but. And I certainly didn't do any swatting no. up beforehand. You said you did? Yeah, I lied. All right. What, that's, all right. That, that, that's what I do do is lie. Okay. I'm quite good at that. Thanks so. very much to the quiz master, though, for... Yeah, I did, right. that was actually ordinary, that quiz. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's, that's really the highest level you've ever reached <laughs> with your quizzes. That was... I'm, ta- I'm more taken aback about the decent standard of questions than I am my answer. <laughs> I'm taken aback by your answer. It's been correct. Oh, I don't know where somewhere. they came from. I'm, I'm in shock, say. George. I can't believe that. I you must got, have hit me. What was it? You got seven out of ten? Yeah. Ah, I've never had seven out of ten in an exam it's, in it's my one, life. He's Yeah. I've had seven points on my licence before, but I've never <laughs> had seven out of ten for a, for any sort of test. Well, George, that was excellent. Thank you very much. No and it just remains to say to everyone out there and to you two and even grumpy old producer, who's actually quite young, producer <laughs> Megan, <laughs> A very happy new year when it comes. If you like the podcast, we'd be grateful if you tell your pals about it. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. All that really helps people find Twa Teams One Street and that means a lot to us. Don't forget to pick up your copy of the telly Monday to Saturday for all the latest from Dens and Tannadice 